So, Matt, uh, uh-huh. I have seen the light. You've seen the light? I have um, seen the light. I have basked in the light. It is orange, yellow. It is warm. Is it the sun? It kind of is. It is the okay. star of Pyro. Ah! Yeah! Ah, more Star Citizen yeah, stuff! Yeah, maybe Just what I wanted! I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I promise I won't keep you long on Star Citizen, but here's the thing. Pyro okay. launched. Yeah. Pyro sort of launched. Not really. Okay. It launched to a select group of individuals who have either spent a lot of money or a lot of time testing the game. Or they're super special. Yeah. I think they actually opened it up pretty wide like i didn't see too many people complaining about not getting into pyro uh and it's the second system in star citizen for anyone who's like what on earth are you talking about this is a big deal for star citizen fans because since 2012 new system yeah i forgot when the actual first system entered the game it was pretty early 2013 2014 something like that but since then we haven't had another system the current system has grown a little bit and new features have been added to it but there hasn't been like a second place to go, you know, to explore. Yeah. Yeah. And pyro has always been branded as the lawless system. This is where you go when you don't want those pesky UEE fleets, yeah. like, yeah. enforcing the laws and hunting you down. Like in who G- needs laws and regulations when you've got a, yeah. you've got a ship of your own. Yeah, it's like, imagine Grand Theft Auto, where you get your little stars, right, for each level of how bad of a criminal you are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you get your five-star pursuit or whatever. Well, that's what happens in Stanton. But you go to Pyro, you don't get no stars. You just... There ain't no... Yeah, you can just kill people. There ain't no stars here, boy. Exactly. So... It's uh, it's a wild time over there for sure. There, there's a bug on one of the stations where you're not supposed to be able to shoot on a space station, but you can shoot on one of them. And so people will just come out of their bedrooms like they will spawn into the game. And they're like, mm, oh, good. Mo-. Ah, and they just get like gunned and down dead. by like a minigun or a grenade launcher. And dead. Yeah. And I'm like, that seems like perhaps not what was supposed to be the design. So there's some bugs there. Probably not. Yeah. But I will say the system is beautiful. It's sort of... Nice. Yeah. The the devs have improved their tools since they built the first system. Is there anything to actually do on the system, though? Yeah. There's a okay. ton of missions. And some of them oh, are good. really cool. Some of them are... So the stations in the system, they're all like half destroyed because they're they're kind of derelict stations that have been taken over by pirate gangs and stuff. Okay. And so like asteroids have hit them and so they're like broken in certain areas and they're all janky and crazy looking and you go buy food on one of the stations and it's like a giant maggot and it's like squirming around and you're like, okay, Ugh. I guess I'll eat this. I guess. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, just stay away from the noodle house if you if you know what I mean. They're not actually well, they're noodles, but they're not noodles. I mean, you know what is a noodle, right? I think we need to really redefine what noodle is, at least in okay. Pyro, right? All right. Yeah. Sounds sounds great. Yeah, but one of the cool things is one of the missions you can take on the station is rival gang missions so you literally take a mission in the station so mm. it'll be like hey this riffraff have been hanging out in hangar 13 can you go over there and clear them out and you're like oh man <laughs> i'm just like going to a hangar and i'm about to like get into a firefight interesting yeah that's, a, that's so you're not actually have to fly anywhere that's that's kind of cool yeah i like it it seems like they're really trying to build that a lot more for the pvp crowd 
uh, for the FPS PvP crowd here, which is interesting. Hmm. And they have like buggies in the hangar too, so you can like hop into the buggy, buggy and drive it around and stuff. So there's like vehicle stuff mixed in a bit more. It's uh, it's gorgeous looking. The visuals are insane, and Star Citizen already your... looks good. Yeah. I was watching a little bit of it, and you're yeah, it's 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 very pretty. Yeah, it's again one of those things where I'm still not recommending to the average gamer to jump in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have these new solar flares in the system, as if Star Citizen needed one more thing that kills you. You know, in oh, yeah, addition to did I watch you? Get, you got stuck on a planet and you couldn't get back into your ship, and there was a mm -hmm. solar flare about to come. Yeah, and you tried to like jump on boxes, and it was super jank. I'm like, that's Star Citizen. Yeah, it was a very Star Citizen moment of. Me landing on the planet, opening the back door to my ship, the back door being at a weird angle. So as soon as I jumped out, I couldn't get back into the ship. And yep. I was stacking boxes of my armor on top mm -hmm. of each other so I could try and jump in. And then a solar flare came, which is a cool new feature of Pyro because they have an unstable flare star. And okay. that, that, yeah, it just shoots out, you know, plasma, whatever a solar flare is. Yep. And like high, high amounts of energy. Yeah, it'll disable your ship and I guess cook you if you're exposed to oh. it. So yeah, you so get, did you get cooked? Um, I ended up it was taking forever and I ended up just killing myself on the planet in the middle oh. of the solar flare because it kept hitting me with like waves and I was like, oh, I'm not dead yet. Am I just going to die very slowly of radiation? Yes. And then I just killed myself. Yeah, but that's that's what happens. I did die another time uh, today, actually, I logged on for a little bit, got hit with a solar flare while flying over a planet, and it knocked all the power out of my ship, and I just went... So you have to listen crater. to the warnings for it. Yeah, well, uh, the first time it wasn't doing anything, so I was, you know, ignoring oh, it. You're like, this is easy, I don't know, why would I have to, and then you crash into a planet. Okay. Yeah, so there's actual, like, hazards in the system, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the asteroids are very cool. Lots of gases and nebulous stuff where you're like actually flying through clouds in space oh, now. That's neat. Yeah, pretty cool. It seems like there's going to be good opportunities for literally lurking in like asteroid clusters and Ooh, jumping out on people. I can imagine there being like maybe some high priority loot for some quests and then some people come in and they get ambushed by someone who like knows that that's a high priority. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it seems like it's going to open up some good uh, gameplay opportunities. The sad, the sad part is that it is not available to everybody yet, and you cannot transition between Stanton and Pyro. You either are in Pyro or in Stanton. Oh, that's weird. Well, because they need the server meshing tech to make that part of it work, you know? Ah. They can't just World of Warcraft it and be like, let's just load you into the next server when you get to the edge of this region. Mm -hmm. You know, and do a loading screen. They're like, no, we got to do it the right way. So this is the right way. The the right way that they have deemed is the right way. But yeah, I, I hear you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. The settlements on the planets are pretty cool. It looks like Mad Max. You get in there and they're just like kind of cobbled together and people growing little herbs and stuff on the planet. It kind of tells a bit of a different story than the more civilized side of the verse, which is cool. Yeah. No, it's, it's great that they're adding more content, and I just can't wait until, you know, it's playable. Me too, buddy. Me too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't want to talk your... I'm going to get ripped. I'm going to get ripped in chat. It is playable, Matt. What do you mean? It, you, I mean, some of the new... So they've been launching PTU builds alongside of this. This is what's crazy about what's happening right now. 
is they mm -hmm. just launched a whole bunch of content for the game and then they're coming out with a whole bunch other content on like side servers so you're testing the next patch for the main server while testing pyro simultaneously on a different server and it's a lot mm -hmm. of content and it's happening very quickly which is cool it makes me think that a lot of the devs have really shifted over to working on this versus the polished state of squadron 42 but they just added tractor beams to uh to the one of the test branches now and that's neat yeah ship mounted tractor beams so now when you like blow up another person's ship you can you can just get on the tractor beam on your ship and tractor over their cargo without having to actually like get into space and go collect their items that's cool yeah so that's dope and then they have a, a tugboat ship that can tractor beam other ships around so you can tractor beam another person ship into quantum space which is pretty so dope you could basically be uh not a taxi but you could be a a tugboat a, tu a tugboat service around around the galaxy yeah um Me. yeah so that's pretty cool there's i'm sure it, they, they're saying it's of course a service ship but everybody's going to use it for piracy and screwing people over yeah, of course you know. You're like, that's a nice uh, crate of gold you I'm got in the back of your ship. I'm just imagining the Andor scene without getting into spoilers. So good. Yeah. I know that's not probably what it's going to be, but still, so good. I actually don't remember which Andor scene you're talking about. Uh, character gets tractor beamed and then has to get oh, out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There we go. You know, the scene. <laughs> the scene, yeah. One of the coolest scenes in the entire show. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, I want a ship like that in Star Citizen where you can right? flip a switch and like all this like secret weaponry comes out of it. That'd be so awesome. Yeah, that's what I want to do with the the Q ship. They have um, like the the new hauling ship in the game. They're gonna update it so that all the cargo pads you can mount anything to them rather than just containers. Okay. So as long as they have some sort of turret or weapon system that you can mount onto the ground, you should be able to mount it into a cargo grid of a cargo ship. So you could potentially turn cargo ships into like weapon platforms at some point. Like that, that sounds fun. Like yeah. I, probably some good experimentation you can do. Yeah. But alas, this is in the game crafting side of Star Citizen where we go, wouldn't it be yep. cool if you could do wouldn't X, it be Y, cool and Z? Work? Well, it'd be cool if everything else in the game was implemented properly. And then we can get to that. Yeah. Yeah. But at the very least, Pyro came out. It's more or less functional. It's gorgeous. It definitely changes up the gameplay. All the missions are... I mean, they're new missions in terms of new locations and kind of some new ideas, but it's built on the similar mission framework, you know, go yeah. here, kill some guys, retrieve this package, that kind of stuff, you know? Well, I can tell you're excited for it because you didn't, your intro didn't include trying to make me feel awkward. And so you just want to jump into it. So I know, I know there's excitement there. That's, that's how, you know, I'm really excited about something. I'm like, I can't wait to talk about this. I'm even going to skip insulting Matt. Yes. That's how excited I am. More excited about talking about Star Citizen than I am about insulting you. And I do get Which really excited yeah. about insulting yeah. you at the start of the podcast. So. <laughs> well, it's not really insulting, but okay. All right. All we right. We discussed this, you know, my love language is uh, public humiliation, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a good thing, but it's a no, thing. It's quite yeah. toxic, actually. But, yeah. you know, uh, some therapist will deal with it someday. <laughs> and i'll have to be the one to deal with it but that's fine yeah so i hear you haven't been able to stop playing fortnite matt you just that og fortnite came out and you were like oh, i gotta play it 
nonstop. I cannot get enough of. No, I haven't played it at all. I didn't even download it. Uh, I thought about it, but apparently everyone else did because it got how many? It had like five million concurrent players, and they got up to what seventy million, something like that, over the day. Seventy? Okay. Well, they tweeted out forty-four million, but maybe okay, they hit more. Probably, yeah. They might have hit million. more. Um, I think it peaked at like 6.1 million concurrent. Jesus. Which is insanity. That's I mean, that, that breaks the Steam record for like anything. I think Steam's oh, highest yeah. was like maybe PUBG or something at like 3 mil, around 3 mil. This yeah. is like doubling the highest anybody has Well, I'm assuming has done. it's also multi-platform too. Yeah. I don't know if that includes mobile. I don't know if mobile does OG Fortnite also. I, I have no idea. But regardless, yeah. they need to be like Fortnite needs to be studied on how to retain a player base. And then it's I mean, I know a lot of it's coming back because nostalgia, because it's the OG map. And they yeah. I don't think it's completely OG. Like they've they've made some they probably kept like all is, of the modern character mechanics and stuff. You're not going yeah, back like to you like can, the you OG. can sprint. You can jump like the way that they jump in, in mantle. I was watching a little bit of it actually right before the stream. Um, oh, yeah. And I just just because the streamer I watch regularly was was playing it. And so there there is still that like more modern convenience. But they did reduce a lot of the things that has been added uh, since then. So it's not like they're just bringing back just the old map. Um, Right. And just the old map. There are a couple It's of like things, Fortnite it's, remastered it's almost, you know. Yeah. You can also do no build too. So if you're like me who can't keep up with the young whippersnappers, you've got <sighs> at least something. That was one of my like main gripes with the game is you're just like, "Okay, I'm going to shoot this guy with my gun now and then he's got a giant house around him." And I was like, oh, yeah. "What is What am I playing right now?" Have you seen top tier like top level yeah. play? It it's is, insane. It's crazy. It's fun like, to watch that- and then I immediately go I'll never be able to do that. So yeah. why even try? <laughs> yeah. I I don't know how they keep track of everything cuz they're not only they're they're keeping track of a, tra- track of the other player. They're keeping track of what they're building and what the other person is building and then they're manipulating the walls that they have made to make an opening to get yeah. a shotgun shot off and then closing it as soon as the shotgun shot goes off so they can't retaliate against them and then opening it when they're like, you know, it's like a pump yeah. shotty. Once the next shot is ready, then they open it up again and it's bro, like I can barely tie my my shoes properly. It's anymore. like playing like, an what? FPS version of an MC Escher drawing, you know? You're, you yeah. just got stairs and doors everywhere yeah. and somebody understands it like the back of their hand and you're just like, yep. "It's not me. I'm the guy who's just like, what's happening?" I'm lost. Yeah, yeah. But but it is that impressive. That player count is insanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Epic is it's their cash cow now. It's kind of wild to I think mean, it's about been that for years now. Yeah, but what was Epic before Fortnite? They weren't. They weren't. They were. They, I mean, they were Unreal. It was the Unreal Engine. Yeah, which That's was it. impressive on its own. There's a lot of games yeah. being made on it, but. It, this must have like doubled the size of their company, if not more. Yeah, like oh, it just probably more than that. Seems insanity. Just just the art department alone. Yeah, and I'm curious to see how. Uh, I know there's already a lot of these Fortnite games coming out on the new Fortnite creator system mm-hmm. that they're using as kind of like a gateway to the Unreal Engine, if you will. They're sort of Robloxing Fortnite, and um, which is smart. Yeah, I bet once that like hits full speed, full steam, uh, they're just gonna kind of dominate. It's gonna be crazy. 
I mean, they already are dominating. Let's be yeah. real. Like that game is just, I apparently I heard that it's also seen as a plot. It's more of a platform for socializing. Like they'll just play with their buddies because that's what their buddies are playing. And so it's, remember like, it's like World of Warcraft back in the day. Yeah. You may not be loving World of Warcraft, but you played it because that's what your friends were playing. It was a social thing. And that yeah. might also be playing a role. Not that Fortnite's bad necessarily and that they're, they're people are hating it, but I think that is a component for no, why it's just popping off. That is true. It's funny uh, thinking about back in the day when WoW launched, you know, I'm definitely aging myself here, but mm -hmm. I remember when WoW was in beta and like all my friends who were playing Counter-Strike were like playing WoW the next week. And it was just, uh -huh. that's what everybody's doing. You know, like those yeah. games could not be more different. Like you look at the gaming scene now and people generally don't jump between those two franchises quite as no. much. But back then, yeah, yeah, WoW, WoW was like... There was so much hype around that game. Well, because the biggest MMO before WoW was like, what, EverQuest or something? EverQuest probably, yeah. There was some others, like I played Dark Age of Camelot. Yeah. I was young, I was on the younger side. Yeah, Dark Age. Um, yeah. I was in high school, I think, when it released. So I wasn't super young, but I definitely, I, I didn't have my own money. So I wasn't like buying tons of games and stuff. I think so, it was a yeah, freshman I think, I think was, in college when WoW Beta came out. I think it was EverQuest that was the next, or was yeah. the big. The Did big you dog. know they're still making EverQuest expansions? No. Yeah. Well, there was supposed to be. It's an, still like alive. A, I don't know if it's like alive and well, but it's. <laughs> I'm. I. I remember I went to a Sony online entertainment con. They do uh -huh. SOE con when they were still a company. They're not a company anymore, but right. They sold off to whatever, but um, a huge portion of it was EverQuest, and I was really yeah, and I didn't realize that EverQuest was still around until I saw that, and I was like, "What is happening right now?" There's all these pretty wild old gamers who are like, and when I say old, I mean like fifties, sixties, yeah. like in cosplay as like wizards and stuff walking around, nice. and I was like, nice. "Where on? Where else were you ever see a scene like this, dude?" It yeah. kind of made me excited, though. I'm like, when we're 50 and 60, Matt, we can go cosplay at, like, a game con together. Mm-hmm. What are you going to go well, as? Um, God, who, who would I go as? I don't uh, know. I don't know. Cloud? <laughs> I, I couldn't do a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> An old-ass cloud? <laughs> would you make sword. a smaller sword so you could carry <laughs> no. it around? Your sword would be, like, a cane or something? <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god cloud yeah that'll be they'll be that'll be at the re re remaster phase of final fantasy 7 yeah like we've remastered yeah. it for the eighth time I'm, I'm actually gonna cosplay as the original cloud all blocky yeah oh nice yeah i want to see has anyone done like the og tomb raider like with triangle boots yeah. that'd yep. be great oh tons of people yeah yeah <laughs> that'll be that'll be you that I'll, I'll be OG Tomb Raider with triangle boobs. Yeah, there you go. All right. We'll do it, Matt. We'll meet up at a con and you'll be Sounds cloud. And I'm I'll down. Be yeah. What else are we going to do when we're old? You know, that's a, hopefully we're retired. I feel like gaming is the ultimate way is like the ultimate pastime for old people. Like, it just seems like a great thing to retire into. You're like, yeah, I'm a gamer. I mean, old folk homes are going to just be big land parties, right? Oh, dude, that's going to be yeah. sick. You can yeah, have like a bunch of like-minded people who are all trash at games, but you can all play together. Can you imagine? They're all bad. 
How cool would that? I would watch that tournament. Can you imagine a Counter Strike tournament of like you know, oh my God. old people home one versus old people home two? Be good. Those reaction times. God damn it, Jerry! <laughs> you know there'd be like one of them that would just have like oddly great reaction times yeah. still, and you'd yeah. be like, "What the heck, I, man? We can't keep up." Yeah. <laughs> they take a break, you know, to eat like applesauce or something and have their little uh -huh. bathroom breaks, their little lunch breaks, play some bingo. Sounds awesome. Televise the bingo too. It sounds, they, it sounds awesome. Yeah. That does sound cool, man. God, yeah. I'm excited now. I'm excited to become an old gamer. I no. can, I can hold off. I yeah. As long as, long as I can. I will say all the old age impairments and stuff that those don't seem quite as fun. Yeah. You know, the one step closer to the inevitable void. <laughs> You know, I, I'm just hoping that we can just digitally down. Yeah, Jason's in chat. I, I was expecting Jason to chime in for the old people talk here because Jason uh -huh. is very old. He's and ancient, yeah. Very, very old. Um, yeah. Nobody knows how old, actually. But, yeah, I'm hoping we can be digitally transferred, you know, into the internet at that point, And then uh, we can just hang out in uh, Ready Player One verse or something. There we go. Yeah, that won't cause our own problems. Yeah. Corrupted data. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. It'll be fine. You know, I think that's how interstellar travel is going to happen, right? Is we can't, we're not going to be able to go light speed until we can just transmit our data at light speed, right? So it'll be like, hey, let's, you want to go to Pandora? Okay, it's a four year trip, but we're just going to like beam your code over to I mean, Pandora, right? I mean, how far away is uh, nearest? uh galaxy i'm trying to remember oh it's it's 25,000 light years you can't like we'd have to figure out something that's why are you saying galaxy why did you type in galaxy do you know how our how our solar systems and galaxies are made we would want to go to the nearest solar system matt not galaxy okay well i okay <laughs> nearest nearest solar do you need to take an astronomy lesson again <laughs> no Okay. That's what a four. Okay. All right. So that four, one is four, four million 4. light years. Point five light years away. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Four, four light years. Yeah. There we go. All right. So when you're when you're it, when you're downloaded and you're just being zipped on over, are you just kind of just in stasis while you're? You know what? This is a conversation. I guess so. That need to happen. I um. I think we. You know what? Um, are you conscious for that four point five years just going through space and time? No. It's like um. You know, you're just like a program on pause, right? They just pause you, and so then you, you get you to like the other the end. You like the idea of being able to just pause forever? Well, if you can skip four years of doing nothing, uh, yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. I guess. Just pause, end that up somewhere terrifying else. terrifying, too. I don't know. I mean, the, the reality of immortality becomes pretty crazy if you think about it. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 it really does, doesn't it? This is, uh, this is getting deeper than I thought it was going it's to. It's getting very deep. Have you ever watched Twilight, Matt? Uh, not, no. That was before my time. I watched it, and I could not stop thinking about the fact that the main vampire guy was like... Oh, sorry. Yes, I have seen Twilight. Sorry, I was thinking someone else. Yes. Okay, yeah. okay. Hundreds, thousands of years old? I don't remember. He's very old, right? I don't think he was... I think he was like a couple hundred years old, but yeah. Okay. Very old, right? If mm -hmm. you're a couple... Yeah, 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 and yeah. he was like smitten with this mm -hmm. like... Teenager. Teenager. Ooh, they don't oh, yeah, make her. Creepy. 
they don't make her particularly like nope. intelligent either. Nope. She's not like remarkable in any she way. Smells good. Really, she smells good. Um, she no, bites her lip. No, that's literally like he—he he was like, try, like he, yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah. She bites her lip a lot, and I just remember. Mm -hmm. I was just like, what? On there is no way this dude's been around for hundreds of years, and like this is the chick that he's like, I will risk it all for her. You know, like yeah, she's like a average high school student. Like, what are you yeah. doing, man? <laughs> yeah, no, creep. It was it. Once you actually think about it, super creepy. But it yeah. gets even worse too. Uh, I hear later on. Um. So just so you know, it's it, the entire thing is very creepy. Yeah, actually, this is, you know, uh, Bruins in chat here and um, Bruin has been on our discord dropping some topic suggestions and said, I wish you dudes would talk about more than just games and that. Um, so we went with Twilight first. Yeah, well, and that they enjoyed the Taylor <laughs> Swift combo we had last podcast. So, you okay, know, perfect. Good. Good. Get more into that. Yeah. 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 I recommend Twilight to anyone who hasn't watched it. It's a very Don't. good... Um, My friend, he's like, hey, you want to go see a vampire movie? And I was like, sure. It's wait, Twilight. you went inside in theaters? In the... Because I didn't know. He's like, do you want to go see a, a vampire movie? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Hang on, walk cool. me through this situation because that is amazing. You went to see Twilight in the theaters with in your... In theaters, yeah. With yeah. your friend. Well, it was two friends. Okay. So it was, it was three dudes together watching Twilight. Yeah. Were you the only dudes in the theater? I have no, I can't remember. I don't think, it was just pretty empty theater from what I, I, do I, it was 15 years ago level. Okay. I don't remember. I didn't know that you saw it in theaters. I don't have this to justify changes, myself for this not This changes having, the story completely. It doesn't change anything. It does. I, I watched it and laughed my ass off with my wife because it was so ridiculous, but we rented it. We like watched, uh -huh. we streamed it or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, excuse me for being ignorant on a on a form of media I've never seen before. Matt, you read 10,000 fantasy novels. How are you unaware of what Twilight is? This, this, because it's this not was adding before up. I started like, reading like, like I said, I would think I was like a freshman or a sophomore in college. When did you get into reading fantasy novels? Junior year. <laughs> really? That's when I really started going ham. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically junior year. Yeah, it's, uh, I went to uh, Las Vegas actually, and I picked. I was gonna point it behind me. All those books back there. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, it, yeah. I started reading the. I mean, I, I'd been reading before that too, but the one that really got me going was the Dresden Files, and mm -hmm. I picked that up in in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. was that for your uh, your gymnastic stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. cool, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of Vegas, man, the next Formula One race is going to be in Las Vegas, and it's going to be an event, man. It looks cool. Yeah, with the big with the big orb thing too. With the orb, man. The orb. I'm, I'm very I excited. I want to go inside of that thing. Me too. I would. I want to see T Swift there, man. We could get tickets together. We see could. Taylor Swift in the we Vegas Sphere. And I actually would if if we if she was there and we could get tickets and it wasn't a billion dollars, I'd do it with oh, you. Man, how much do you I think those even tickets really cost? To -Swift, so. Those tickets have gotta be astronomical. Oh, insane. Yeah. 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 Bruin wants to go too. I I noticed Bruin's profile pic in Discord has Taylor Swift in there. So Oh well. Yeah, real fan. Yeah, uh, that would be uh, yeah. So so F one is racing around the Las Vegas Sphere. 
and it looks insane. Awesome. I think it's like, yeah, it's like two weeks from now. But uh, that'll be, I'm quite excited for that. This season's been pretty interesting. Nice. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you played COD, right, Matt? <laughs> Did I play Call can, of Duty? Can you settle what I've seen a lot of people trashing on the single player, but then I've seen some people defending it. And I just want to know, like, I trust you, Matt. I trust yeah. you. So, Tell me. Okay. So the COD campaign is a solid bad. Um, it has a couple of good missions. I can't deny that. There were actually some intense good missions, like hands down, like what the hell's going on? This is fantastic. Or maybe not fantastic, but very, very good, right? And then the rest of it was, it was supposed to be a DLC, right? This was, yeah. this this was meant to be a DLC. I think people keep forgetting that when they're trashing on it because it's like, that's why it's bad. But I think that that's completely justified for for criticizing it because they didn't mm -hmm. sell it as a dlc it's it's modern warfare 3 i mean you, you go through the list i even have like a thing here right like they reused verdansk Warzone um assets and locations all throughout the entire campaign like there's literally missions where <sighs> you are plopped in and there's just a bunch of random ai kind of scattered around and it's open world yeah and you have to go around and find your whatever whatever your task is you have to complete your task yeah and it's it's basically like you're playing single-player Warzone in Verdansk, which is cool because Verdansk was nice and they kind of fluffed it up a little bit and spruced it with some new, like, decor and stuff so it doesn't look as bare. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, like, it's just open world. It's um, it's literally rehashing the same... Literally rehashing the same stuff where you're like, oh, this literally. is... Uh, this is a similar plot to the last game. They didn't really change much. You're like, no, this is the s same locations. They've like... Yeah, so you... The very first mission, which was actually pretty good, you go into the massive prison that's on Verdansk. There's one okay. by the dam. Like, you are... It is... <laughs> yup. Uh, I have a feeling that Verdansk mm. is going to come back to Warzone. If I, if I had to take a guess based off of this. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, they have just reused assets in general like all throughout the entire thing. The weapons that are available in the campaign are all from Modern Warfare 2, according to people on Twitter. I, I didn't play like a ton of Modern Warfare 2 during the multiplayer, um, but there was almost no Modern Warfare 3 weapons, so you didn't even get to use them. Um, what else was there? The fact that Modern Warfare 2, the maps that are coming out are all remastered from the original Modern Warfare 2. Like, it was meant to be a DLC. This is upsetting to hear you talk about it because I, I've this is the first year that I've decided not to play COD at all because uh -huh. I just everything they showed did not interest me in the slightest. And yeah. part of that's me getting a little older and being kind of jaded with COD in general because they just don't do much exciting with it anymore. Fair. But this time when I saw those reviews on the single player and now hearing you talk about it, I'm just like what is happening over there that's they're really just taking advantage of i hate to say it but they're kind of naive market that for whatever reason gobbles this stuff up i'm not really sure why you know well so my theory is that modern warfare 2 the recent one and this is why i hate this entire we've talked yeah. about this before we're not going to get into it but their whole naming scheme is terrible uh, anyways, so their most recent Call of Duty apparently sold really well, but it didn't keep and retain its player base. And I think that was because of the mechanics that they had uh, for the multiplayer, the movement system, the the audio and everything, just the visual recoil. It just didn't keep 
that player base. And so yeah. instead of just doing a DLC that may not have sold as well because people aren't going to get as excited for like a you know expansion pack for a game, they went with the Modern Warfare 3 cuz even though it may not be as it may not sell as well because of reviews right now, right. um hopefully it will sell more than just doing an expansion pack and then people who really like Call of Duty like, "Oh, this is what we wanted." Because they've changed the mechanics. It's now like the 2019 version more. This is what I want. And so now they can hopefully keep that player base for the live service. Because that's really where they make like a lot of money these days, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so become a, a live theory. service first game now. Right, right. So that's my theory for why they went this route. Is to like, okay, bring a lot of people back, as much people as we can, and then keep them with those, with those mechanics and hopefully keep them satisfied. Yeah. But, man... There's a mission in the in the campaign. <laughs> it is it is a couple of houses. There's a little ridge on the side and that's it. And you have to kind of either stealth around or go aloud and it is So it is bad. Here's I I played Modern Warfare 2, which uh -huh. as far as I can tell was a completely original campaign that they spent yep. time doing. I thought it sucked. I was so okay. bored out of my mind playing it. It just felt like absolute garbage. And I oh, was you would have hated this then. <laughs> yeah. Like that mission where you're in some armored convoy and you're jumping from car to car, like killing cars. Do you remember oh, that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. That I remember that one. dog crap mission. That was like the worst thing I'd ever played. The technology played. on it was pretty cool, though. The fact that you could travel from one vehicle to another and you could move around in the vehicles independently. Like that's going coming from like Battlefield where that's not even possible at all. To sure. That, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I guess from a tech but demo I, I perspective, you. but it just felt it. Loon yeah, that's it, fair. Just, it was just lunacy, right? You're just, that's fair. what am I playing? What am I doing here? I'm supposed to be some tactical operative and I'm basically no. a circus act. I mean, you can't, you, know? you can't expect tactical operator from Call of Duty though. No, but they sell the game that way almost, right? Kind They're of. Going yeah. in stealth, you know, they have the mission kind where of. you're swimming in the water with your silenced pistol and dropping the dudes in off the dock, you know? So they yeah. they sell it that way, and then it just escalates to pure insanity eventually, yes. you know? Yeah. So I didn't like that. I th I Part of me bringing it, well, I'm bringing it up because... I think the people that actually like this maybe just don't really care that much about recycled content, recycled whatever. They just want to hear soap go like, I'm going in, you know, and like everybody in their grizzly voices being like, I'm, I'm they so, are grizzly. I'm so badass. And I'm, they, are, I, they, they all are sound badass. like Batman impersonators. They all do. <laughs> but I, I like it. I, I actually like uh, Price is my favorite. Uh, and I think he, Captain Price, he, I like him. Cod is the fast and furious of first person what shooters. What I don't get is how people get upset over people dying though in the franchise. I'm like, I feel nothing with these characters other than yeah, they're cool. They're not like, real. I don't get sad. Yeah, they don't they don't embody real people. You never like meet yeah. their families. You don't meet their Yeah, you don't meet their families. You don't yeah. know their backstory. They're just like, yeah. I'm a grizzled badass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, am I yeah. sad? This guy's killed like 10,000 people and has never shown actual emotion. Where is your connection to this character? Okay, I'm glad I'm the only one. Yeah. No, I, I need to see some, like, they can't just be one-dimensional. You know, you don't make a connection with a one-dimensional character, but I guess some people do. I don't know. There's there's some missions in, I think, God, I can't remember if it was the 2019 or the last one, where there was some, like, good banter between the characters. I was like, oh, finally. Like, this is good. Like, mm -hmm. right, this is what I'm looking for. A lot of times it is just very, 
I'm a badass. I want to see the story of like soap and he's back home in suburbia and he's like teaching his kid how to ride the tricycle or something. (laughs) And then he gets the like call on his, on his phone. They're like, soap, a nuke's gone missing. If if you don't come, this could be the end of America. And he's like (laughs) talking to his wife and she's like, you said you're never going back. He's like, it's just this one time. If I don't go. Millions of dies. people could, yeah. And then she's like, "Okay, okay, you can go." And then he so, dies. You know, like even that level of terrible narrative stuff. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. Would but... give him more dimension than just like, you know, going dark. You know, that kind of crap, right? Uh-huh. You know, just we don't know who who he is. What it, maybe maybe I'm wrong, and maybe there is some sort of hidden lore that if you pick up all the Easter eggs, you know something, but. Maybe you know. I don't feel like you should need to like d- dive into that though to enjoy and appreciate a story. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. You you should never have to go outside of the game to get the context that you need to make the game meaningful. You know, it should yeah. all be there, like a movie. You shouldn't have to read the fan fiction surrounding the uh, the movie to understand the significance of the film. Yeah, it's a lot like Destiny, where yeah, you. You, you there's like a story but the real story and the every, how everything is connected is all like not off screen it's it's basically off screen and you need to watch a youtube video to really understand the nuances of everything where they really dived into all the different text logs and audio logs that are scattered around everywhere and then piece all that together so that you can actually enjoy the story yeah yeah i remember do you remember when the reboot star trek movies came out and they had the, Not really, no. the Chris Pine as oh, Captain Oh, yeah, those Kirk. movies. Yes, yes, yes. You remember the first one of those? I, it was probably just called Star Trek. I don't know what it I was called. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the move, people didn't like it that much, and and part of it was based on like the story being kind of hard to follow or not really getting a lot of context with it. And I remember watching the movie and then i bought like uh, a graphic novel or maybe it was given to me i don't know that was like the lead up to the film okay and it gave me all the context for why stuff mattered in the movie oh no and then i and then i remember thinking you know what i actually kind of like the movie now now that i have this context but without that context like the bad guy in it had no made no sense had, had, okay yeah, yeah no motivation he yeah was just being a bad i was just guy. like why is he trying to kill everyone what's his deal like he just he's he's angry but i it doesn't totally explain why he's blaming these people for this stuff and then the the novel was like oh here's the context for why he's like yeah. that i'm like oh those were clearly scenes that they cut out of the film for like pacing or something it's but, wild when you yeah. give people humanity they become relatable and it it becomes a much more interesting story it's crazy how that works yeah yeah i did enjoy the actors in that film though but yeah i I, I liked it i don't like they haven't come out with a new one in a long time i feel like it's over now i think those actors are uh, they've been trying to make it did you hear that um what's his face uh the actor who's retiring after 10 films uh quentin tarantino was trying to he was trying to get uh, a Star Trek movie. He wanted to direct oh, a Star Trek film. Really? And I think they were very close to actually pulling the trigger on it, but maybe something Still fell through. Didn't go through? Yeah. Hmm. Can you imagine Tarantino directing Star Trek, though? It would be weird. 
That would be so, I mean, that would have been that would have been wild. I feel like they would just be on the bridge the whole time talking to each other. Yeah, know? if something like horrible would have happened and it would just been this weird fever dream of them <laughs> trying to survive out in space. It'd be and ultra just all gory. Some guy would yeah. get cut in half by like uh, one of the phasers, you know. <laughs> Captain Kirk would just get his head like cut straight in half oh in the God, opening Kirk. scene. Yeah. Uh-huh. There'd be shock value gore scenes and you'd just be like, oh my God. The Gorns would come is, and like rip people. He is an interesting director to say the least. Yeah. I, I like Tarantino's films a lot. I've been a huge mm -hmm. fan of them. Not all of them. I think some of them have kind of, you know, Death Proof was not fantastic, but there was good Never parts. Never saw it. Yeah, I mean, I think you should see all of his films. I'm a, I'm a fan of him enough to be like, watch them all. But like, yeah, some of them had pacing issues here and there. But it's really more of, do you like listening to just dialogue between characters for like 30 minutes before anything yep. actually happens? You do. Yeah, then I don't you mind might. that. Yeah, if it's good dialogue, it's good. Depends what well, it is. Well, I, I, I prefer story and dialogue over action now. Well, like when I was a kid, like give me all the action. Unless the action's cool, like really cool. I, I fight scenes just don't. I, I, I fall asleep during fight scenes now. I just, they're boring. Yeah. Like, they, 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 they don't push the story forward. They don't push a skill, like a character development forward. It's like, oh, we're now being attacked. We know the main character is going to win. Yeah, and it's just, it's boring to me. It's why I stopped watching the Ahsoka show. Uh, I oh, started really? falling asleep. Yeah, I stopped. I just wow. I might put it up on the side while I'm like playing a game or something, just to try and get some of the context. But I've I've just about checked out of Star Wars at this point. Oh I've, no, I feel like the games have been fun for me because okay, there's a little bit of gameplay keeping me involved, and I feel like. With the games, they're able to actually execute more interesting plot lines. Um, if they do another season of Andor, I'll watch that. But Ahsoka, anything with Dave Filoni, I think I just can't handle it anymore. I just, he's really dropped the ball in my opinion. But I don't know, man. Oh yeah, chat's bringing up that, um, yeah, the guy who played Chekhov in the new reboot, reboot movies died, which was crazy. Wait, he died? Yeah, and this freak accident, man. It was, um, he was getting his mail, uh, and I guess he lives on, like, the side of a hill, and he was driving a Jeep something, Jeep Wrangler, Jeep whatever, and apparently has some weird issue where the parking brake in it can, like, disconnect, and it started rolling, and it pinned him between his mailbox and his car and killed him. Isn't that wild? Jesus. I know. I mean, sorry to bring down the podcast, but it's yeah. kind of insanity, right? Oh, wait, who who was it though? You said was it I Spock? No, it was the guy who played Chekhov. Oh, Ant, Ant, Anton. Oh, something, yeah, 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 yeah. He was a really good actor too. He was. I yeah, yeah. I knew he had passed away. I thought because they were saying Spock, the character, the person who played Spock, died. I was like Zachary, mm. that guy. No, I don't. Know I don't he think, died. I don't think he's, he died. He's alive. Yeah, he's yeah. still kicking. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that was kind of wild. Yeah, he was a young actor, too. He's very good. That was 2016. That's so sad. God damn it. This whole, like, mortal thing is just freaking rough, bro. We need to get downloaded ASAP, dude. I'm yeah. waiting for Elon to make his little neural link thing, you know? Beam me up, Elon. Be beam me up, Elon. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I want to live in X. I want to be a part of X. Jesus. I don't know if I would trust him even. I, would, I definitely would not. Not even close. No would way. You, There's no Would there's you no tr chance. trust anyone to to host your data on their their databases, man? No. You, I mean, God, no. You, no. No. Backups on backups, baby. Yeah. Oh, it'd but be then if you're just a backup. It would be a Black Mirror episode. Oh, Did 100%. you ever watch any of that stuff? No. Oh, I, there was... I think I told you once I watched like a... It wasn't, I thought it was the first episode, but it was confusing because I didn't know what was the first episode. And it was the one where everyone is rating each other's interactions. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I got so much anxiety. I'm like, bro, this feels way, way too close for home. And I had to stop watching. Yeah. My Natalie had a panic attack while we watched that together. Uh -huh. And we had to stop watching and yep. she, because it was one of those episodes that feels so real. It's sort of what's yep. happening in China with their social credit system and stuff. Yeah. And no, the I, idea, I, yeah. I don't know why, but it just it just my monkey brain just freaked out when that when I was watching that episode. And I, I literally had to stop. Yeah. Well, there's an episode that kind of reminds me of what we're talking about with being downloaded a bit. Mm hmm. Where people in the, the not too distant future have these smart houses, right? We're all making okay. smart houses right now. I can yeah. turn off my thermostat on my phone, right? It's a smart yeah. house. Well, in the future, the smart houses are really smart in that they know exactly what you want all the time because you download a copy of your brain into the house's network. Oh, no. And then the copy of you knows that you like your toast toasted at this time when you wake up in the morning and your bath set to whatever degrees. But now you're inside of the house. Yeah, but here's the crazy thing. So the episode shows it as this woman, I believe it's a woman, she downloads her brain into the house and then she appears in the house and she's like, oh my God, I don't want to be here. This is a nightmare. Right. And then the... And then basically she tortures the copy of herself into submission. So they just say, oh, you don't like this? Here, we'll put you in solitary confinement for five years. Because you're in a computer program, we can just speed that up. And that's like 10 seconds for me. And then her her mind is being tortured. A copy of her mind is being tortured horrifically inside of this smart house into submission to basically do everything that jane would like to have done for her in her smart house so they're they're enslaving a copy of their brain in this computer to do that's your where i was gonna go that's where i was yeah just, i didn't think it was gonna go that direction uh but also reminds me have you ever seen severance yes severance, severance is fantastic similar concept right yep. you're sort Very of ens similar. enslaving yourself but erasing that side of your memories so you so never good. have to deal with it such a great so concept oh good I Can't think they're doing another two. season. Yeah. Oh, they better do a season two. They're yeah. They better. Yeah. Such a good show. Such a good show. I uh, I just finished season two of The Bear. Really good show. If you've oh, watched that. I need that. to watch that. Yeah. Solid. It's a chef show, right? Yeah. Cooking shows are great. It's a chef show, but it's it's more of a character driven show than anything. Like the food is the backdrop to the show, but it's really more like about people kind of finding themselves in life yeah. and sort of dealing with their stuff. I feel stuff. like that's true for most. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. Ted Lasso is not a, a soccer football right. show. It's a, it is a, it is a character driven comedy, but also wholesome, just best goddamn thing ever. I love that show so much. I need to rewatch it. Yeah. Well, you should watch. I've been telling you for weeks now to watch Wrexham. Uh, Wrexham season two is almost over, I think. And, but it's, 
the thing is, is it's real, right? It's mm-hmm. like, it's like Ted Lasso, but real, but real. And the stuff that these people are going through, it feels like it's written because of how crazy the events are. You're just like, mm-hmm. there's no way this is going to happen. And then it happens. Yeah. And you're watching it, but it's, it's real. So you're watching it happen to real people. And the show is incredible. Yeah. I'm watching high art. I'm watching attack on Titan. Thank you very much. The final, the final oh, yeah. episode for attack on Titan. Bro, how long, how long did they take to make that? Because I watched the first one or two seasons whenever they came. Yeah, 10 years ago. I have like a vague memory of that show. And then they stopped, yeah. right, for a while or something? Uh, there's been some gaps, but they yeah. didn't st- like stop, stop. There was a huge gap, I think, after like season one or two. Yeah. And then and then it got a little bit more regularly. Regular. Okay, okay. But they really started to drag the ride. narrative at the start, and then I fell off, and I was like, something needs to happen. They keep kind of like cliffhanging you it over and over and over. It is the craziest show. Like yeah. Because it starts off as, you know, some kids, heavy stuff goes down, they try to fight the Titans, and then it, and then by the end, there's like there's no way you can predict the ending like from yeah. from where you begin to where it ends there's there's no no chance <laughs> i was at season two i was lost i was like i have yeah. no idea any yeah. of this stuff it's total insanity it could it just be they insanity. could all wake up in virtual reality by the end and i'd be like that makes sense yeah that makes as much sense as anything else you would have said at this point it was highly ambitious and everything was really well done um it's bizarre and it's very fantasy and i've they heard lean into fantasy i've heard that people stuff, like the ending of the animated version more than the manga i heard that too and i went online because i a lot of people were saying the ending was very bad for the manga and they changed it and then they people still thought it was bad and so by the end um i was surprised because I liked it. And I was like, oh, is this, did they change it? And mm-hmm. apparently they changed a couple of dialogues here and there. Um, but I, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. So who knows? I don't care. I liked it. That's all that matters to me. I don't have to convince anyone else to like it. <laughs> well, that's cool. I, why are you so defensive, man? Why were you like, I liked it. I don't care what anybody says. I, you know, if you like it, just like it. So I, I read a theory that it's a reason why a lot of manga, <sighs> It's not Twilight. You're right. It's not. It's beloved. Okay. <laughs> also, Twilight's very beloved too. I think for a certain. It's besides the point. Yeah. The so I think a lot of people when the manga was releasing, uh, fanatics, right? Just they were mega fans, and they were all coming with theories. Like the show is so wild that theories went rampant, and so when the head canon of people who had been talking about it for years, and then eventually came out, and it didn't meet their head canon their expectations they're like oh this is trash because it's not what i thought it was going to be right yeah um so i could see that kind of playing a role because mm. i went in and and the the ending is not that much different from what people were saying they just kind of changed a couple of things here and there but it was enough to i don't know i i liked it yeah it's probably it's one of those things where it's like if you read the manga then maybe it upsets your opinion of the show whereas if you just come in not knowing anything then you maybe, maybe accept it better maybe yeah well that's cool man uh yeah. what else have you been playing doing uh it's more finals more city skylines um 
but we've already kind of talked about those things. I I did beat get the battle pass completed for the finals. I played a lot. Oh, so really, you got all your cool skins and stuff. I got all that, and they'll be available at release. Yeah, and I'll be wearing all the cool skins while you plebs don't have access. To it. Yeah, and then people will be like, "You played so much in the beta. You're so cool." Um, yep. Yep. The finals <clears> is retaining a very impressive player count. I've been watching it on Steam, and you know, it hit that crazy like two hundred something. Mm-hmm. A thousand players on Steam, but it didn't completely drop off like you expected. A sharp curve down, and it ended. Do you know what it got? What it got down to? I think it's still hitting peaks of over a hundred k. Oh, nice! There you go. And well, I think it's over now, so it can't get any more. But did it end today or something? Yeah. Okay. Let me Google it real quick and see what they're. Oh, internal error! I think it's probably because it's not available (laughs) anymore. Gotcha. Gotcha. Peak 24 hours was 76,000, so... Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, Not so bad. It, it retained a healthy player population, which I think is a good showing. It means that people want to keep playing it for a longer period of time. They're at least somewhat interested in the Battle Pass stuff. They're enjoying the gameplay enough to keep coming back to it. Like, mm-hmm. I hope they can finally switch this... Uh, ship this game, because they've been working yeah. on it for quite a while... They've been doing their work on really refining it and figuring out how to make it good. And I just hope that they, they get all that stuff dialed in. And I honestly don't want another beta. I'd like the next one to be the full release. It could be. The fact that it was open might mean that they're pretty close. I really, yeah. I mean, the it felt a lot tighter than what we've played before, but I was noticing some slippage by the end. It's like, mm, is this just because I'm on a bad server? Mm. I don't know. Uh, but I did feel yeah. a little floaty. They do need to fix it too. The matchmaking stuff is problematic. Like you, it got better. You have to be able to reconnect down. though. If yeah. you DC, uh, yep. your team needs to be auto filled. Maybe a player yep. who who joins to auto fill gets some sort of XP bonus for helping out. Right. Uh, well, I mean, if not if you're in tournament mode, but I I hear you. Yeah, especially yeah. for casual, it needs to fill up for sure. Yeah, yeah. You should have the spots fill up uh, and. And rework the punishment system, especially for casual. You should get like a timer that you need to reconnect by like three minutes or something, yeah. right? Something were you, like were that. Were you there when when we got yeah kicked off? Yeah, yeah. completely ended the 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 play session. Like yep. it's like, sorry guys, finals is done for the evening. Not mm-hmm. because we want it to be, but because the game is stupid right now. Because it it gave us an hour timeout. Yeah, which is l- lunacy for a beta. Out of nowhere, just our timeout. Yeah, and we all had the same bug, which was a red screen of yep. the menu, and it's supposed to be loading us into the next match because we won, we qualified to go on to yep. the next round. And then it's like, and as your reward, we will send you to a bugged out menu screen, at which point you will have to quit, and then you will get an hour-long penalty. So to yep. no fault of our own, we got penalized and that's it i played it yesterday yeah and right like right before the servers went offline and i I checked again so i think it was actually 107 uh, 150,000 concurrent players in the last 24 hours the 75 was i think right before the servers went off offline this morning so there's probably less people playing um so it did very well by the end there was still a ton of people playing but i think there was a they, they had tightened it up and there's probably not as much with that 250, so servers weren't slammed as hard. Yeah, uh, I didn't have any crashes. I had a full team, and the enemy had full teams throughout the entire the entire six hours that I played. It was really good. It was so much fun. Very I cool. I love that game. 
I, it's yeah. just fun every time you play it. Even when you don't yeah. win, you're not just like punching the wall, you know? You're just like, oh, we lost, but that was crazy, you know? Like all yep. the crazy stuff that happened. Or their strategy just shut us down. We got to rethink now, you know? Like, let's think about how we approach the next match. Yeah, like, I don't know if it's because my mentality has changed, but when I reach, I want to win. But yeah. when you reach the finals and it's, it's the last two people, it's like, yeah, they're really good. They 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 got to the finals with you. They're probably pretty good, and if you lose to them, that's fine. Like, yeah, they're the better team, and it's you've you've already won two other rounds. Like you've established that you were successful. You just didn't get all the way to the end. Yeah, I don't know. I I like it. Yeah, you think uh, X Factor would be satisfied yeah, would. with? Well, the... <laughs> he gets. Weird. You think you would lose the last round with X Factor on your team, and it would still be a good game, guys. <laughs> well that's not what i was getting to he if he gets weird when it comes to not weird but he's very sensitive to he's competitive any lag and oh yeah yeah um so like the movement i could see him getting really frustrated by because it's not very tight um but i think he'd like it yeah i'd like to think he would like well, it he's, he's like head over heels for apex you know so um, well, he's head over heels he's like in a it's like a weird relationship because he plays it all hate. the time but he all i see on twitter with him is like how bad it is and how everyone's cheating and they they yeah. never fix their problems i'm like bro just there's other games yeah play well, play the finals man you like it you'll like I get it, it I to an extent i understand the appeal of being like just a hardcore monogamous gamer like if star citizen ever starts punching where on the level that it that i hope it does mm -hmm. i could see myself just only wanting to play star citizen you know and just getting really deep in all the like combat meta and everything about that game yeah so i understand wanting to only play apex and when the only game that you want to play has got problems then yeah you yeah you're gonna spend some time talking about it because he was yep running into cheaters that he reports and then they don't get banned and he sees oh, them I get like the days I and do. days later and like They've been reported by like 20, 50 people. And they're like, okay, this dude's like cheating and they're just not doing anything about it. Yeah. Just they have wild. Predator, predator badges and they're still in somehow. Yeah. You would think they would be uh, more on top of that because there are a lot of games that have created very responsive anti-cheat systems where it's not necessarily like, hey, we're going to shut down cheating completely and you'll never see it. But if you do see a cheater, a report will get them removed pretty quickly. You know, I feel like yeah. Battle Bit has like done a pretty good job. Yeah, with they did a really good job. And they're like just a small group of people that set up like a pretty kick-ass uh, anti-cheat community that reviews and makes like a good call on it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Impressive. Impressive. Those guys are invited me out to come check out their game at like one of the Gamecom things. And oh, this month I can't go, of course, you know, but um, yeah. Kids. I, I, I gotta check out that game again soon. I know the player base kind of dropped off for it, but I think know. it's still going. I think it's plenty healthy, but yeah, it it, it died yeah. down a bit, which it was gonna happen. Like it's my mentality for games has been enjoy it in the here and the now. It doesn't have to last for a decade. It's okay to have a game, you know, drop off a little bit in this player count. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the um? <laughs> There's a little bit of COD. I wouldn't call it drama. I don't know. Um, I've come to really respect Shroud a lot in that now that he doesn't seem to be tied to one or two games so much, he's really sort of opening up his criticisms on things. Okay. And he sort of made this tweet about 
this other COD player, more competitive COD player that was like, this guy's great. I wish he wasn't w- wasting his talents on Call of Duty. I saw uh, that. And it's sort of, you know, of course, of course it generated some heat because Shroud said it and then everybody's like, well, you know, it's anti-COD, but he, he's brought up time and time again the mouse and keyboard problem with Call of Duty, which is auto-aim being so easy and so powerful on console and then you look at once you understand how to use it yeah 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 there's a couple little tricks to it but once you dial it in and you're like oh i i can like kind of hands off joystick and this is gonna just laser beam this dude and then on pc you're dealing with all the visual clutter and weapon recoil and trying to stay on target in the middle of a chaotic firefight which is arguably a much more intensive high skill requirement thing to do and then you're just getting dunked on by the auto aim from controller yep. players uh dr disrespect did a, a video showcasing him looking away from the screen while he was playing and <laughs> watching and laser beaming guys he could hear him coming he's like okay watch this watch this and he'd like look away and he just well, well you, you know what he's doing right he's just looking at the screen from the side because he's Maybe. got glasses on but you a know this bit is besides the point <laughs> yeah but the thing is is imagine you trying to look kind of away while playing battlefield or something i mean i guess that's true you would miss a lot you wouldn't laser beam sticky onto the guy right yeah so um there was just some funny examples of just how strong it is and i'm not particularly interested in playing cod anymore but that would certainly be one of the things that would keep me from wanting to take it seriously is that i'd before i'd feel forced to play with controllers if i wanted to be serious or more competitive you know yeah or have to get my mouse and keyboard skills to some ridiculous degree where I can be competitive against a good player on controller, you know? So, I mean, I guess the, some, I don't know. Because, like, esports are fine. And, like, I guess there's, there is money involved in Call of Duty esports. Yeah. I don't know how competitive it is, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's fine for Shroud to have that opinion. And I don't think he's necessarily wrong, but... I guess what's it just feels it just feels kind of silly. It's like let people just enjoy what they want to play. Like if he wants to be a COD pro, let him be a COD pro. Like it's just I don't know. It's kind of yeah, odd. Well, he didn't like make a video and blast it on the internet and be like, "This uh-huh. is what I think about uh, was, this it, guy." He made a it comment on, on, on his stream. stream and then people yeah, clipped somebody it. Somebody asked him gotcha. what he thought. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it seemed more like he made a statement, and it was more of a responding to a question, more honestly. Um, yeah. No, I respect the dude for being straight up, straight up about it. Cause it was like, we we're talking, I think last week with all the guys going, cod is back, cod is back, you know? And you're like, yeah. well, how much of that is because your audience and your channel is built around cod and you need to drum up the hype for the game versus mm-hmm. actually being excited extent, about it. Yeah. I do think, I do think that they're making some great improvements to call of duty for sure. Yeah. And one of and a lot of them being the things that you just talked about is that you're right because when you're when you have aim assists, you don't have to deal with as much visual recoil because the gun will just automatically go towards them. You you don't have the the clutter to deal with because once again it just goes towards the target. Um yeah. So I I I understand. Yeah. And you can feel when a game is balanced or designed around controller input. Yeah. Because you're like, if you were trying to build this for PC input, you would. there's no way you would let this muzzle flash go, right? Because I right. can't see my target with the muzzle flash, right. which is not as big of an issue on console if, if it sticks onto the target. 
if mm-hmm. you're testing on PC, so you just sort of feel like the game isn't built for you at a certain point where you're like, oh, this this works on PC and obviously is cross-play, but it was designed with console first as a mindset. And that that always sucks, you know, and it takes more work to try and balance things properly. Like even Battlefield has that issue where um, DMRs generally aren't as fun on PC because the the visual recoil and certain stuff about it makes it less competitive. But then you see people saying, oh, DMR is the best weapon ever. And you go, oh, you look into it and you go, oh, they actually have reduced recoil on console because mm. it's built in to try and make it more usable on console because Makes sense. it's harder to control the recoil. And you're like, okay, well, now this is a completely competitive weapon type if I play with controller, but not so much if I play with mouse, you know? So uh, most games have these issues and different ones do better jobs of balancing it cross-platform, but it seems like COD is really slipping. I think cross-play is awesome. I love I love the fact that you can play with your buddies on Xbox and everything and PC and yeah. PlayStation together. I think that's incredible. But it's pretty wild because what and it could just be because I'm slipping with my, you know, my accuracy, but to be have the precision of a mouse and keyboard and get absolutely stomped on yeah. by people using a controller. I'm like, you are so accurate with this. This is insanity how accurate you are, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, am I and I don't think it's just because uh my as I've got I've grown older my accuracy has died down that much. I do think it is because the aim assist, but trying to dial that in, because like if there was no aim assist, I don't think there would be a competition. I think mouse and keyboard would wipe the floor. It wouldn't even, it would, it wouldn't even be fun, right? It yeah. wouldn't be fun for them. It wouldn't be fun for you because you're just dominating. Um, look at Rainbow Six Siege. Rainbow Six Siege literally has a huge, or they did, I don't know if they fixed it, uh, with Zims. Um, the console right. versions right. at higher ranks, everyone was using a Zim because there is literally no aim assist on in that game at all. There's none. And so if everyone at the higher level is using mouse and keyboard, it's yeah. probably for a reason, right? And for people who don't know what a Zim is, it's a little thing you plug it plug into your console, your PlayStation, yeah. your Xbox, and it and then you plug your keyboard and mouse into it and it emulates a controller, but it gives you mouse and keyboard input. So you can more mm-hmm. or less get that level of accuracy without it's- having mouse and keyboard support. It's not as precise or it has input lag, I think, compared to a regular just PC mouse and keyboard setup, but it is still, it's still way better than... It's way better than not having aim assist, basically. Right, right. And I know that there are some people who don't need aim assist at all, like they are just gods with the yeah. sticks and it's impressive, but I think for the vast majority, like that, th- th- it's assisted for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I don't think aim assist is bad, but trying to dial that in so that it does feel fair for everyone is I think an impossible task. I don't think any game is ever going to ever yeah. dial that in. I don't think you can ever get it perfect, but I think you can get it a lot closer than what COD has. Um, You're probably right. Yeah. And then Halo did an interesting thing where they added aim assist to yeah. PC, <laughs> <They did. laughs> which I was they like, did. that is the last thing I ever thought I would expect to see. So I don't, if it wasn't clear I don't enough, like it. I'm not yeah. a fan of them doing it, but it's like, it's just there and it's way more subtle than you think, but it is there. It's wild, yeah. man. It's, if, if it wasn't clear enough how much of an advantage aim assist is, PC players were getting dunked on for Halo and they had to give them at least a little bit magnetism so that when they went for like a BR mm-hmm. shot, 
like their shots would la- like land all like consistently. Isn't that the weirdest way that you thought somebody would ever try and solve that problem? Is like it is strange. Yeah, hmm, aim assist is too strong on console. What is the solution? Not dial down the aim assist because people really enjoy the feeling of it. Let's just right. dial up aim assist on PC. You're and like, that is, I think you get to the heart of it is that it's it's fun on console to have yeah. your shots land, right? <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Do you think, man, do you think like five years from now, aim assist on PC will be the norm because it'll nah. just get to a point where that seems to be the most agreed upon way to balance it between platforms for cross plays to just give PC players the aim assist just also. A, just a real mild aim assist? I and don't then, know. Well, I don't because, even know if I'd like that though. Well, think about it from this argument because I don't like it either. Like I would, I would rather them just try and dial down the aim assist on console. But from the executive money grubbing angle, you want oh, people to play retention. your game. Yeah, you want the game to be easy to get into. So what makes it easier to get into? Well, just dial up the aim assist on every platform and we'll try and equalize it, but every platform will have it to some degree. So now if you prefer to play on mouse and keyboard, but maybe you're not that great, well, you've got a little aim assist thrown in there. So now you feel like a badass and you're like hitting your shots all the time. And you're like, whoa, that guy was flying through the air and I laser beamed him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, now you feel better about yourself, don't you? Now so, you feel better. Now you feel you did a thing, you know. Uh, yeah, it could be the it's future, possible. man. I'd I'd prefer it not to be. And it's hard, like because there's Counter Strike. There's a lot of there's a lot of competitive FPS games. I just don't think ever would go down that route. Yeah, Counter Strike doesn't need to because the console scene for Counter Strike never took off. Right. True. So there isn't no, I, I, really I much that. need for I mean, there's also, but there's uh, Valorant, which I, was, I don't even know if that is on console. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege, but there's no crossplay between them. Mm-hmm. So I guess it would just be more of a casual thing. But I wouldn't want it. I, I wouldn't because it it just feels like you reduce your overall accuracy, not overall accuracy, but like if you went from a game where that had a little bit of aim assist and then you went to another one that didn't have it, like you, your aim would be slightly off because you're starting to rely on that aim assist a little bit more, right? Yeah. It'll happen in casual competitive games like the finals, for example, right? Like a game where they're maybe not going for the esports scene quite as hard, but they're saying, mm-hmm. hey, you can still play this like Battlefield semi competitively and have fun with your friends at the same time, but we're all going to mix you together and it makes sense for us because we want all people to be able to play with each other. If your friend's on right. Xbox, then you can play with them while you're on PC and then that's where you run into that sticky area and maybe it's not that big of a deal because it's casual competitive so we only have to dial it in a little but it just seems it's weird tough. it seems like it's, one of those things that's not hard to spend more time on ironing out right yeah i don't see it happening i think halo is kind of a one thing and okay. it may happen every once in a while but i doubt it become mainstream but I've been wrong about many things. I said that Battlefield 1 was not going to be a World War 1 game. So, I've been wrong about things in the past. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I probably said that at some point too because who would have predicted them going World War 1, right? I mean, I was kind I I feel kind of right about my critiques about the game before it even came out, but you know, it's fine. 
I was right. This is a hollow thing. I was right. Those mean YouTube comments, they didn't know what they were talking about. Well, I mean, it was like my, my critiques were it's either going to just be a bunch of trenches, which it wasn't because they couldn't just do that because that'd be boring, or the weapons weren't going to be very interesting. And I was also right on that part. The weapons, the like weapon customization wasn't there and there was so, yeah. there was very few weapons to begin with, right? So it was all kind of meh, meh. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, that was unfortunately a downside. I wish they could have figured out a way to give you optic options and weird modification options, but it just wasn't really a thing, you know. It doesn't so, make sense. It doesn't make sense during World yeah. War One because it just those weren't they didn't exist, and so I yeah. get why they did it. But the game was already yeah. sort of an exaggerated version of the war because you're using yes. experimental weapons that never really saw. Because they realized that they had to, right? Because <laughs> yeah, because you couldn't just give everybody a bolt action rifle, and that's all they would use during World War One, right? Is bolt yeah. actions, but not in well, the I mean, game. They had shotguns, and they did have little SMGs and stuff here and there. But for a lot of the fighting, it was majority just of up. it. It was not. Yeah. 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 It was cool though, man. Still one of my favorite games. Even it's a good game. It, yeah. yeah. Don't get me wrong, but. I was still, I feel like I was right on the fact that if you wanted a World War One game, they'd have to really change things a lot. And they had to. And even even with those changes, I still think it was underwhelming in uh, at least the weapon department. Yeah. Someone says Battlefield 1776. When? That's Bruins. Um, what is 1776? Uh, is that the uh, Rev? Uh, My history is terrible. Yeah, I'm totally not. I'm Googling assuming that's. This. I'm assuming that's the that's the revolution, right? Uh, yeah. Now I feel stupid. Yeah, revolutionary, it's the, it's the revolutionary okay, okay. war. Yeah, I, was, I, I was didn't want like, I didn't want to say too me, loud. You made me question of like, am I wrong? Like, pretty sure that's the revolutionary war. Can you imagine? <laughs> I would actually be down for that. Jesus, go back to school. Hey, I I mumbled revolution and I didn't commit to it because I wasn't confident. But that's what I thought he was talking about. I would be down for like a straight up loading the muskets, like put in the powder. Quick time, like, quick time event. <laughs> Yeah, well, you'd have to get, so you have your bayonets, right? So you'd have to yep. have some sort of, like, um, deep melee combat system. Like, uh, what's that game that's still going strong from Ubisoft? The, uh, you know what I'm talking about? For Honor? Nope. Oh, yes, yeah. That one had, like, a really good melee combat system for multiplayer. Pretty fun, yeah. yeah. I went back and played it. But the problem is, is they would have to make the game mostly melee combat, I feel, because the reload, or just <laughs> exaggerate so the reloads. Because what was it? They call them Minutemen, right? Um, 60 second reloads. And that were, was fast. It was, it was, yeah, it was a long time. So they call them the Minutemen because that was a fast reload. It's 60 seconds. <laughs> I think they would, wouldn't they? Their strategy would be they would have more rifles than people so that they could have one person in the back reloading while the other one is like getting ready for the next shot. Yeah. Well, and also then you can, um, if you're a badass, you can carry multiple rifles. So you go yeah, there you bang, go. shoot that, switch to the other one, shoot that. And then you have a three minute long and reload session. And then you get, then you get a pistol for... too. And then you start, then you start, then you whip it, just start whipping them out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they had revolvers during the Revolutionary War. Uh, I think the the officers would get them. That's not what Minutemen means? Oh, God. Go back to school. All right, what is it? Hang all, on. This information is very important to your... This is all, all important information. Oh, it's how long they lasted in bed. That was my bed. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I didn't know you were. I'm just kidding. Oh, wait. Minute, minute. Okay. Okay. Known for being ready at a minute's notice. Hence ah, the name. There you go. Okay. Hang on. What was the average reload? We got to find out now. Uh, all right, reload all right. time all revolutionary right. war. Let's find out. Okay. A minute or two. To reload a rifle. Oh, wait, wait. During the Revolutionary War, it took an average soldier around 15 to 20. So why am I getting different info? Because the internet is full. Dude, there's so much okay, random stuff. Okay, three to four shots per minute was, I guess, a trained soldier. Okay. That's pretty quick. All right. Sorry, people. We're giving out bad information. <laughs> there's so much bad information online. There's this YouTube video I saw this doctor. And he kept, like, he was giving oh, this advice God. on how to on how to like, you know, clear out your arteries and stuff like that. And he was advising eating like really fatty cheese and like sausage. I'm like, isn't that the exact opposite of what you're supposed to eat to like get rid of like stuff in your arteries? Like what, who are you? Um, no, I think the fat stuff, I think that's been like our generation grew up believing that fat was bad. Okay. And apparently it's not bad. It's not as bad, but I'm pretty sure you're not just supposed to be eating like really high fatty foods all the time. I, I, again, I don't know, but from what I read recently, you can have a, a high fat diet and still be okay depending on the rest of your diet and or exercise routine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jason says nothing wrong with fat intake. So he might actually not be wrong. Um, well, it was also the same guy who was talking about like how, um, you can drink, like drinking too much water will dehydrate you. And I'm just like, okay, like who out here is drinking so much water that they're dehydrating themselves because their cells are like, can't hold all the water. Like who is this video for dude? Who is yeah. this video for? <laughs> Apparently there's no revolvers during the revolutionary war too. All right. I do need to go back to, I need to go watch me some, uh, some documentaries, dude. Or don't, or just don't. Just be naive for the rest of our lives. I have, you know what the thing is, is you watch those documentaries, but they don't talk about the weapon nuances as much. They're more like general so-and-so marched his men, you know, and you're you're sort of getting the, the ballpark play-by-play -play of the war as opposed uh -huh. to like, here's the, the nuances of what the weapons could do. Um, my knowledge of revolutionary war weaponry is, is limited. It's fair. Yeah. Mine's pretty limited too. Yeah, it was. Uh, I guess probably. I'm not. I don't want to say anything now. I'm pretty sure that the Civil War they had revolvers though for the the officers and stuff. I'm pretty sure. Better watch yourself, level cap. Mm, I'm gonna get schooled by all the old guys in our chat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Got a bunch of old people sitting around here. But I would be down for that game. I would be down for somebody to try and make that a fun experience because. Even if you you kind of bend the rules a little bit to make it more fun, like okay, maybe a 15, 20 second reload's too much. Maybe we okay. go, maybe we speed it up. Maybe you're like the elite of the they're elite. Ne they're never, they're never doing that level. At least not battlefield. I I would I hope you're wrong, but do you have information that we are not aware of where they're going old school mus musket battlefield? No, that would be insanity. Uh, I can't imagine they would, but I 
I hope they do. I hope they grow a pair someday. I hope they've got, like, enough time to, like, build out their mainstream, like, here's our military battlefield, our modern military battlefield shooter, and we've we've done it, we've delivered it, we've perfected it, here's your game, everybody's happy. And now it's just like a fun one-off on the side project. We're going to do the Revolutionary War. No, give give me either futuristic or 40K Battlefield. That's what I want. I would take futuristic. I'll take another, I'll take a, a more futuristic than 2042 Battlefield. Like yeah, I'd, I, I'd I, I would as well. I 20, think 2143 or something like that. I think Battlefield has kind of created a problem for themselves in that their best games have been modern military. So they've built a really big audience around modern military. Yeah. And now the and those people don't want a sci-fi futuristic game. They want their modern yeah. military. So I think yeah. it's very hard for them to push outside of that. And even the historical stuff like World War One and World War Two, I've noticed that they're it's much more popular with the European audiences. The player mm-hmm. the player yep. spikes in European time zones and not a US time zone. Significantly. Zones. Yeah. So I'm like, well, crap. I don't even think the US player base or the West the whatever north american player base uh is as big into historical shooters well i have the mentality as long as the game is amazing like people will no matter no matter the setting people will play it so if they did go futuristic i don't i think the modern military crowd would be like oh yeah i'm gonna play it because it's it looks awesome and it is awesome i don't think setting i don't think setting matters as much to people as people claim it does i mean let's look at destiny destiny's literally space fantasy and it's one of the biggest franchises out there. So Yeah, but they didn't start with a a fan base that was like, <sighs> oh, Destiny Zero was modern military, and now you're going. All right, well, what if DICE just made a, a Battlefield, not, didn't call it Battlefield, but just called, you know, it, but it was futuristic? Yeah, I guess like Mirror's Edge or something, like make a weird yeah. sci-fi game. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I, think, I think what all that really matters is, is the game good? People will play a good game. That's fair. I don't, setting, I don't think setting matters as much as people like to claim it does. Yeah. Yeah. So I hear you went to uh, BlizzCon for the. I uh, didn't go to BlizzCon. The cosplay but I did show? watch a little bit. I don't cosplay level cap. You didn't break out that uh, Chun Li costume from a few years ago. Why would I? Why Chun Li at a Blizzard cosplay? Yeah, that one doesn't make any sense now that I think about it. It was. Uh, it was. Um, Jaina. I was Jaina. Black Widow, right? From uh, Overwatch, Widow. what's her no. name? Widowmaker. Uh, what's her name? Widowmaker. Yeah. Widowmaker. Widowmaker. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, that would make I sense. I haven't played it in a while. I go as May, actually. Tracer. <laughs> Love Tracer. Yeah. But, but she doesn't exist. So. Is there? A, what's the thing with Tracer? She doesn't exist now, or something? No, she's she's a fictional character in a video game. I can love. A, I can't. Oh. Okay. That that's how she doesn't exist. You know what? We're not going to get into it. It's like, did I miss yeah, something with the plot? Blizzard, she... BlizzCon went on, and while not a ton to show, uh, it was exciting to see Chris, Chris Metzen, I think his name is. Okay. And he used to work on World of Warcraft, and everyone kind of blamed him for how WoW story is kind of a little formulaic. It get, was getting formulaic by the end. Mm-hmm. And there was, I think, some hope that when he took off that the franchise would maybe tell different stories and maybe better, better stories. But like there was a nosedive in <laughs> certain quality and a lot of the story as well. And so he's now back and it was fun to see the hype at their convention when he got on stage. He's very charismatic. 
and it was it was fun to watch gamers be excited for their game that they're passionate about. Yeah. I I don't plan on going to play World of Warcraft again, but didn't it was you, cool. You played a bunch. You played the DLCs when they come out, don't you? I I was really big into World of Warcraft when I was in college. I I've I became seen you stream it, dude. I swear no. like the Burning Legion or something. No. I don't know, whatever. No. I never I don't think I've ever streamed World of Warcraft. Oh, really? I don't think I don't think yeah, I don't think I ever streamed it. Did you play it though? Yeah, I played a bunch. Like I like I said in college, it was my game. No, I, I mean more recently. Did no. You? Really? No. Okay, you haven't yeah, come back really. to it. I think the last time I played was Legion, which came out in Oh man, I don't even know. Wow, Legion release date came out in 2016. So okay. it's been a minute. Yeah. Been a minute. Been a minute. Yeah, I would yeah. I would love to see like a um like an engine overhaul for WoW. You know, that would be like an exciting thing to like get me back into the game. Would be like, here's WoW, but you know, this engine more or less came out in when? Like 2003? Long time. Something? They, they have updated they have updated characters so that they're more HD, but it's still World yeah. of Warcraft. Yeah, they've done some visual overhauls to make it a little better, but I'm like, it would be nice to see like a big upgrade, you know? And they've always been dancing around the console integration, which is funny that Supposedly they Supposedly they're working on another MMO, but who knows? Yeah, I kind of hope they don't go for WoW too. You know, I feel like just like keep building Something this. different. No, or just keep building up WoW, you know? I, it would be cool to see them trying to upgrade it. But then again, looking at EverQuest, it doesn't look good. If you go Google an image no. of EverQuest, you're like, oh, I Looks thought awful. that it would look as good as EverQuest 2 at least, but no, it doesn't. Nope. It looks like the OG EverQuest. I mean, sure, I'm sure resolutions have been improved, like the the resolution you can set your game to and stuff, but... It still looks like you're playing Minecraft almost, you know? Yeah. Uh, so they didn't really, I don't, I don't know what the rule is for updating visual stuff. Like, do you piss off too many people because now they can't run the game on their like windows 95 PC or do you, you know what I mean though? I, like, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. There's some they, people that they, are just like, this is my wow tower and I don't know anything about computers and I don't want to worry about upgrading my PC. This is my wow tower from 2007. It hasn't been upgraded. I haven't even dusted it because you well, don't want to mess with the co the cables. There's a lot of people like that, you know? So if you, if you're, if a quarter of your player base is running on an ancient machine and then you upgrade the game. Do those people just go away forever? Do you lose a lot of your monthly income? Or I don't know. Do they buy better PCs and hop back on? You know, I feel like the game could be look better. I, I'd be surprised if there are that many people on just ancient hardware that couldn't upgrade. You know, like look at all the games that come out. Like there, it's not like new games coming out are yeah. You know, have a horrible look to them just to try to maintain that player base. Like there's advancements and I think they could do that for World of Warcraft. I, let me see if I can look this up. There's a thing that says what the most popular GPU is on steam. Uh -huh. So you can see what the average. Oh, okay. Um, that can't be right. Is this, I don't know if it's sorted by most popular, maybe the 3060 might be the most popular GPU right now. Followed by the 2060, and then fourth place is the 1060. Not great. <laughs> Not great. 
Yeah, but what I'm saying, though, is there's a lot of people still running 1060s out there. But I also was playing World of Warcraft back in college where a 1060 didn't even exist. So, yeah. But you were probably playing at like 1024 by 768 resolution, you know, and now people thank you very much. Okay. I don't know. I can't remember when 1080p became mainstream, dude. I'm not that old. Well, okay. <laughs> We're getting into history, which we clearly, uh, we have shown we are masters of. We know yes. everything that there is to know. Ten, about. I mean, 1080p has been, I was, I was in 15 years ago was when I was in college. So. And it was 1080? 1080p yeah, was, was 10, the standard 10, 10, I think then. 1080 was pretty standard back then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's been a well, while. Well, actually, god damn it, you might be right. Yeah. Well, I, I had a friend, I had a friend who was con like I was trying to buy my very first TV friend. He, he he was supposed to be the knowledgeable guy, and he's like, "Yeah, you won't be able to tell the difference between 720 and 1080." So just got the 720 okay. TV. I'm like, "First display in 1080p was 2006." Okay, well, I mean, that was right before I went to college, so. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I still can't but then it wouldn't have become ma mainstream until a bit later, too. Yeah, it wouldn't have been mainstream by then. So, uh, yeah, no, you're probably right. I probably had a, a terrible monitor and I just have a terrible memory, too. <laughs> On today's episode of Two Old Gamers Can't Remember Anything. <laughs> can't even, can't remember history, can't remember even their own lives. Feels bad. Maybe, maybe those old people homes we need to move in sooner than we thought level. Yeah. What are you, are you an Overwatch fan? Do you care about the new hero? I mean, Mauga or whatever his name is. Yeah. He looked cool. Guy with guns. Gun Guy thing. with giant, giant guns and a burly chest. Mm -hmm. He looked neat. I'm not, I might go back and play it. I, I actually went back and played with, with when they introduced Life Weaver, I think his name is. Uh huh. And they were fun, but. I as soon as I actually got the battle pass and I completed the battle pass and then I stopped playing as soon as I completed the battle pass. I was like, wait a second. Was I only playing for the battle pass or was I actually <laughs> enjoying it? And I couldn't tell. Yeah. So Overwatch kind of feels like an all or nothing game to me. Like it's yeah. either your game and that's what you play and you don't really play too much else or yeah, or you don't play it. It kind of feels yeah. like that because you, you really do have to be keyed into it to be doing good. I feel it was fun. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I don't think I was just playing because of the battle pass, but they, they mismanaged Overwatch 2. It had so much potential, and it essentially just was a rebrand so that they could add in battle passes mm -hmm. and redo their monetization for the game, which is such a shame. Did they announce it, any other projects now that they're owned by Microsoft and all that stuff? I don't stuff? think so, no. Mm -hmm. Did they say anything about Diablo? Uh, yeah, they there's going to be a new expansion coming out in 2024. They talked about some seasons because I think there's a new season soon or happening right now. I can't yeah. remember exactly. Uh -huh. um, there's going to be a new class. Can't remember if they announced what the class's name was. One that's never been introduced into the Diablo franchise. So that's cool. And it was, I mean, BlizzCon was solid, but it there wasn't anything that blew me away. They don't but also, have... I'm not a WoW player anymore, so... Yeah. It is wild to me that they have... I mean, I guess it's not wild to me. They they have a convention, but they don't have that many games, right? So it's like... They don't. How much can you talk about? I don't think they mentioned anything about StarCraft. And it hurts! I want a StarCraft 3 so bad! 
Uh, or take the IP and do the FPS thing that we were talking about. Or do that, yeah. You know, do whatever. Yeah, but it is sad that the RTS has become... It's fallen from the, the highs that it used to be. I'm pretty sure the only place that they care about StarCraft now is like South Korea, you know. Um, probably. Probably still have competitive StarCraft over there, but... Even so, it's it's sad because I, I did, that's how I, when I started YouTube, I was watching people uh, cast StarCraft competitive matches. Husky and, StarCraft, Day 9 TV. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. another guy too, I forgot his name. But uh, yeah, those guys, basically, I was watching their competitive StarCraft casting and I was into it. I liked it. I, yeah, it I played blast. a little, but I, I wasn't good. You know, you have to really oh, practice I, I played, I got to Diamond. I was really? a diamond. I think I even got actually I think I may have gotten to masters. But that was when everyone it was there wasn't a ton of players at the beginning and yeah. so little old me could kind of like brute force my way to the to the yeah. top. I wasn't yeah, top yeah. top but you know what I mean, right? And then once it got more popular and cuz it was very popular at launch but yeah, I got to I think I got to diamond maybe masters, low masters, I can't remember what the, I can't remember their system but yeah. I did that with Command and Conquer Generals. Do you remember that game? Briefly. Yeah, I thought it was... I, I really enjoyed the game for the most part. And when it first came out, I just went hardcore on the competitive ladder. And uh -huh. nobody knew how to play it yet. So yep. it went like 302 or something like that. Jesus! <laughs> I was just using like cheesy tactics for like a of long course. time. And then, like, finally, people started to figure out how to play. And I was like, I'm just going to leave my record as this yep. amazing 302 win-loss thing. And you'll never see me again, you know. I'm the, I've got the greatest record of all time. Goodbye. The legendary level cap gaming. Yeah. <laughs> Played the crap out of that game. I can't believe I did 300-plus competitive matches, actually. Now That's that a I lot. Think about it. it is a lot, considering how long a match can last, too. Yeah. That's time. That's a lot. It's time, but it was fun. Poor Command and Conquer. I think that fran that franchise has sort of been pulled it's apart. Dead. Yeah, it's dead. <laughs> they did that like um, FPS game. They're, Tiberium do they're doing the autopsy thing. now. They're doing the autopsy. Well, they're just like, how can we monetize this in weird other ways? And you're like, you can't. Not well, nope. anyway. And yep. they tried. And oh, the mobile game was that thing that they announced like a couple of years ago. You remember that? No. It was like this big hype up to the people thought they were gonna relaunch Command and Conquer as like a oh major God, IP. It was a mobile game. Oh no. Yeah, and then it came out and they're like mobile. And it was like literally Ooh. tile based crap where people were like oh. plopping factories down on like a tile and then it it looked terrible. It looked so bad. Uh and everybody's just like, oh boy. It was like um That's unfortunate. It kind of remind me of the Diablo mobile announcement. Except that Diablo Mobile was a fairly competent game, where I think this one and it was also isn't. super successful. Unfortunately, yeah, Apparently they made a lot of money off of it. But the reception to it when they first announced yeah. it, it yeah. was like the worst possible. You guys have phones, right? I mean, that's where that meme yeah. came from. You guys have phones, right? Yeah, we yeah. do. We have phones. <laughs> we all have yeah. phones. Probably Diablo. I wonder what made more money, Diablo Four or Diablo Immortal? You know, I hope Diablo Four did. For the love of God, I hope it did. Yeah. But I'm thinking that long term, probably not. 
It's, I bet they could, re I, it's not that it's dead, but the player base has dropped like massively. Because uh, I guess there's just not that much end game stuff for people yeah, to do. Yeah, they, they prioritize the casual side, which is fine, but mm -hmm. it's not a like hardcore. There's nothing, there was nothing to grind for. There was no, the loot was really boring. A couple of things here and there. You never really felt like you were getting stronger because every time you leveled up, the uh, the enemies would level up with you. It's like, oh, cool. Well, I'm just doing the same thing then. Yeah, And so I like what they're doing with this upcoming season. There's going to be different bosses that you have to take down and they get progressively harder and harder until you finally get to Uber Lilith, I think. So yeah. there is going to be some progression with that, which is nice. And I keep, I hope that they can redo like a loot 2.0 update or something to, to really push it over the edge and uh, bring more people back. Cause I'd like to go back. I actually thought about redownloading it. Yeah. I would too. I mean, I'm, I love the Diablo franchise in mm -hmm. general. Wasn't as big in Diablo three, but Diablo four felt more closer to Diablo two, which was like my game game. So <clears throat> I hope that one's solid. Uh, I, I, I hope the updates for it can kind of refine it. And I mean, they did so much work. Do you remember how many, how much people hated Diablo three when it came out? Yep. Yep. Granted, I never came back around, but it built up a huge audience after a while. Like they yeah. really figured out how to do their seasonal content and get people on board it's and like, do well, all Why didn't stuff. they learn from that when 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 the four? I think because it's such a big complex game that it took them that long just to refine Diablo three into something that was compelling. I know, but why not take those same I lessons and then implement them into four? I don't know, Matt. Why did DICE launch Battlefield 2042 in the state that it was in after <laughs> Battlefield 5? And uh, yeah, I don't Nobody knows, really. No, it's, it's, a, it's an enigma. <laughs> it's a mystery. I think it's hard to make games and producers are just like, ship it, ship it now. You know, Uh huh. there's only so much money you can lose developing a game before some producers like, that's it. You've been spending too long on this stupid project. Ship it now. And then they just got to ship it, you know? And they ship it and it flops. Well, yeah, I don't think, I think Diablo 4 made its money back, but. I think it did know, too. Player retention is. I was more thing. referring to 20, 2042, but you know, I hear you. You were more into 2042 than Diablo 4? I was more referring to 2042. Oh. In oh, terms yeah, of yeah. floppage. Yeah. Flopping. Yeah. Do you think they're going to make uh, a season seven? doing pretty well this season so you if, mean you're speaking logically which you know yeah for, you're 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 rationalizing it with logic will mm -hmm. ea rationalize it with that same logic or will it be too hard we've talked did, about this before yeah they did a poll since last time, time we talked map takes maps take a long time to develop so for them if for some reason for them so if they don't have one in the works, it's probably not going to happen anytime yeah. soon. So if they see this player base and like, yeah, let's capitalize on it. They're already too late to capitalize on it. Yeah. I did a Twitter poll yesterday or something, and uh, it was like 54% thought, yes, there would be more seasonal content. So it's pretty close to 50-50 of <sighs> like, some people think yes, some people think no. I can see no. one more. One more big content update and then nothing until the next battlefield. Yeah. That would be cool. I mean, I'm I'm for it, you know. Um, I thought their their latest modes and stuff were really fun. And Did you, the zombie mode I thought was terrible. I really you didn't I like it. I didn't like it at all, no. Okay. I thought it was fun, but 
it wouldn't be my preferred way to play Battlefield. I thought it was I, just one of the more inventive ways for a seasonal event. It was unique, and I yeah. like I like that they tried something. I so I respect them for trying it. But I played Unredacted, and I never had an interesting game. Um, every game was me going from objective to objective, the enemy being like camped in their spawn, and literally nothing happening. Um, oh wow! Yeah, three games of that, and I was like, okay, this sucks. I had uh, the more, other. Maps I had more balanced worked. games when I played, so okay. maybe good. that. Well, I don't know if it was more balanced. If the mode is actually balanced, or people just figured out how to cheese it after a while, who knows? All I can say is that I literally just got <laughs> just camped objectives, or either got camped myself, and yeah. there was it was not even close for at least on redacted, which I felt like was the map that was designed for it because that's yeah. literally where the robots are coming from. And then the other maps were a little bit better, but still it just felt a little tacked on where it's like, oh, there's random robot zombies now charging at me. It was pretty awesome seeing a, like 50 robots shoot rockets at a flying helicopter, though. That Wait, was they dope. shoot rockets? They will shoot at vehicles, yes. Missed that they part. missed they all missed because <laughs> it was moving, but it was terrifying seeing They have no predictive aiming skills. Yeah, they had no predicting at all. That's funny that they all missed that all their shots went into the exact same spot and missed. Yeah. That's cool. Well, um, should we wrap up the pod? We've been going for quite a while now. Sounds good. You got, uh, I hear you've prepared some words of wisdom for us this week. I do. I have a notebook now with, uh, nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing in it. There's Matt. These people, they're, they're aimless. They need your guidance in life. All right, all right, all right. So my piece of advice is actual advice is that failure is a key to success as long as you learn from your failures. You're welcome. Thank you so much for that insightful bit of advice. Now you guys can go on and live your lives to the fullest with that Level bit of cap, information. What do you want from me? You're like... <laughs> you need to come up with some advice. I'm like, okay, is this a joke? And you're like, no, it's serious. I'm like, all right. And then I come in here with some actual advice and you're like, wow, that was terrible. And the podcast. We're ending. We're ending. You're welcome, everybody. Thank you guys so much. Oh, and uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, do the Patreon thing. We got all our hey, Patreon members in, in uh, chat right now. Subscribe, hit that little bell thingy so you can beat that uh, YouTube algorithm. That mm-hmm. damn algorithm. Damn algorithm. And uh, yeah, we appreciate your support. And, um, you know, take that, uh, take Matt's advice to heart and uh, you'll do well. You'll do well. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.